Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. I know, you know he was trimmed and ready like a piece of Tyson chicken. Okay, here we go. <laughs> trimmed and ready like a Tyson chicken. Trimmed and ready. No, sir, I don't like it. Oh, funny Carmen. Carmen, I was gonna. We were gonna plug your podcast before we start. Your podcast is. Oh, no, sir, pod. That's uh, right. Oh, sweet. I can't wait. To listen. <laughs> it, it, it's. We ready to do this? Yeah. All right. Let's right. go. What up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? Yo, it's a technical difficulty day. Holy Moses. Yeah. Well, here we are, though. We've had to be so patient. Everyone's been so patient. Are you feeling like nothing matters anymore? Or are you feeling like everything matters less and it's a relief? I'm feeling like everything matters moment by moment and nothing matters in the grand scheme of things. But in the moment, things are very fucking important. Yeah. Like snacks. Yeah have taken on a whole new significance. <laughs> <laughs> like good weed has yeah. taken on a whole new significance. Yeah, I yeah. feel you on that. Yeah. Also, when we were trying to go live earlier, we had a whole snack setup that you made and yeah. it has been ravaged. Hang on, I'm just gonna, sorry if I bang the mic while I'm doing this, but I just need to show everyone because we're, we're on IG Live right now so people will be able to see that we actually ate <laughs> the, the entire fucking snack plate. This was full of hummus and cheese and carrots. And there's, I've got one baby bell left mm-hmm. for an emergency. An emergency <laughs> baby bell? I have an emergency baby bell left. We're going to be fine. I've got a flashlight on my hat. And a baby bell in your heart. And a baby bell that I can tuck in my boobs <laughs> if I need to. I like that. Yeah. It is true that they're talking about money might just disappear. And yeah. it might go into to like a barter digital system. In which case, like a baby bell in the boob might come in real handy. That's fucking gold right there. Like I'm going to tuck it in my bra right now. Damn. Warm it up for later. <laughs> a little is warm that... baby bell in the bra. Bra, bra, Robbie bell. No? Yes. Welcome to We Did Grow, everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. If you're listening to this uh, the day that we drop it um, and you've never listened before, this is a podcast about cannabis, comedy, culture, and calling shit out. And today it is about baby bells in the bra. So important. So important. Crucial in, the, in these times. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I've never had a baby bell. And now... <laughs> I don't well, know. I have I one for you right here. I do want to try it. You lucky guy. Yeah. Maybe when it's gooier. Yeah. Mm. How are you feeling about time? Man, time is weird, huh? Time? I don't know what day it is. All of a sudden, it is 9 p.m. before I knew it. And then all of a sudden, it's 4 a.m., but I thought it was 9 p.m. Is that the weed, though? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure. But also, like, it's just weird. Yeah. Time, time is like not happening. Time isn't real, but it's also not happening right now. Did you see that Roxanne Gay tweeted the other day that every day is a month, I think? Oh, I get that. Yeah. 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 I don't agree with it, but I get the sentiment. It does feel like... Days feel very short right now. Like it's flying by. What? Yeah. No, days feel long to me. Really? What? Why is... Why long? Days feel super fucking long. Like there's just no... I don't have any structure. I don't have any of my usual sort of like you know routines in place i'm not leaving the house yeah <laughs> i haven't gotten dressed in several days yeah um you know i mean well this is dressed i'm dressed right. but i'm not like you know dressed to be out in public um so yeah i just feel like i'm not acknowledging the passage of hours minutes and seconds in the in a normal way well what are the things that you are doing to like feel like you have discipline like life 
like like it's still your life are you because i saw you have a big fat list that you were crossing off it wasn't well you know uh i don't know i i, I kind of want to hear what you're doing what <laughs> am i doing deflect a little bit yeah oh, i've had a hard time so so my day is basically i go to bed around five in the morning and then i wake up around one and then i get on my phone and i watch my youtube videos that consist of munchies sam the cooking guy bon appetit and sometimes vice but not usually and then i play angry birds because I have to get through all of my levels for that, collect the gems, collect the apples, feed my new bird, um, try to buy a new hat, even though I don't have enough gems yet. Um, so then I do that for a good hour, and then by then it's 3 p.m., <laughs> and then I get up and I think about brushing my teeth, but instead I tell myself, no, I should drink coffee first, and then brush my teeth, and then I drink a pot of coffee, and by then it's 5 p.m., and then I'm ready for dinner, so then I make dinner, and then I brush my teeth, and then it's dark out and I go to bed. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. But you've been productive. Like, you've actually made some stuff. Yeah, I've done a bunch of shit. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's flippant, but it is true. Like, that is how it feels right now. Wait, what is this? We're still waiting for Glazer's Two Desks with MJ on the Roof. Oh, what is that about? What is that? That sounds awesome. Two Desks with MJ on the Roof. I don't know. I want to get tighter in here. Okay. 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 Hey, Tom Sack, what is that Two Desks with MJ on the Roof? Huh. I don't know. Nobody knows. Word. Okay. Tiny well, desks. A tiny desk concert? Yeah. We do our own, podcast? our own tiny pod pod desks. I love that. We mm -hmm. should do an NPR tiny podcast We're desk. We're kind of doing it right now. Oh, we are. We are our first. <laughs> we are the first of I'm us. eat that fucking baby bell right now. I love that idea. Um, because then we can highlight other podcasts who want to shoot live. Yeah. And then we can post their tiny podcast desks on our uh, Instagram and support other pods. So you know how we had like basically a nightmare of a time trying to go live because tonight we were trying to both, we were trying to share a screen while we were in the same room. Yeah. And there was like mad echoes and shit. Yeah. Do you think that we could go live with other pods that we could cross pod on IG live? Like we could get our, any of our podcasts like Carmen or anyone on here and, and cross pod while recording at the same time? Yeah, let's do it. If yeah. we can do it, if anybody watching wants to, a Tiny Desk concert would be awesome. What, fuck yeah, <laughs> Joey. Booby baby bells. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> booby oh. bells. I'm going to eat this booby bell right now. So what Tom Sec is listening to, and I'm sorry, everybody who's listening to this episode when it's up, um, you're just going to have to deal with the fact that it sounds like we're describing a dream that you weren't in, and that might not be interesting. But um, Tom Sec makes a great point, because I that idea of having an oak desk behind an oak desk as like oh, a flex. That's right. Yeah. Yep. So that when you come into my office, not only am I sitting high above you in an oak desk, there's an oak desk between us. Yep. Yo, that's I a flex. I have to get past your first oak desk to get to the second oak desk. It means you're really fucking <laughs> yeah. important. Um, Do you want half this booby bell? I'd love, <laughs> I'd love some booby bell. It's I've never warm. It. It's squishy. What? It kind of feels like a breast implant, actually. If you've never had a warm baby bell that's been shoved in someone's bra for a few minutes to soften it up, highly recommend. I'll let Mike tell you what it's like, maybe. It's delicious. Right? Yeah. yeah. Baby Bell's good. Yeah. It's like a titty string cheese. Yeah. It's like the fucking Twinkie of the cheese world. <laughs> yeah. These things will absolutely last you forever because they're wrapped in wax. Each comes in its own little, very satisfying little wax shell. Mm -hmm. And then that's also wrapped in plastic. And then that comes in a net bag. Yeah. Yeah. Under a bra. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Damn. Mm -hmm. Baby Bell is the truth. Mm -hmm. This is good stuff. Yep. Um. So, anyway. <laughs> I wanted to... Uh, Oh, hey, Zoe. Um, I keep waiting for my boobs to come in. <laughs> um, 
Is that how you guys always sit when recording pods? I pictured no. y'all sitting across from each other. Great question, creepy crawlies. Um, yeah, usually we are sitting across from each other, but we couldn't get both of us on camera at the same time while we record. Yeah. And so now our social distance is six to seven inches. <laughs> yeah, for anyone listening, uh, we are on the same side of the table trying to share a very small frame. But normally we, yeah, sit across from each other with a huge tray full of snacks. But the stress got to us. We ate all the fucking snacks. Now we're shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> just trying to just trying to drop a hot pod here. Yeah, let's drop a hot pod. Um, first of all, I would like to say cheers. Cheers. And I would also like to say to everyone listening that um, you are the only person I've been around mm-hmm. for a couple weeks now. Yep. So... It, we made the decision where it was like, yo, if I'm going to top off, then you're going to top off because yep. that's how it is. Mm-hmm. So at this point, let's just ride or die together. Ride or die together always. And we had gotten notice that we were like at the same event where, you know, maybe someone had a thing, whatever. Anyway, we decided we could hang out yeah. and we've been hanging out and it's just us. And um, so far, I feel totally fine. Um, and I hope you do, too. I hope everybody does. And I hope everyone feels good. I um, just... Um, like feeling like I feel like a low key anxiety all the time about everyone just being okay. And I hope that anyone listening and watching right now is just, you know, at the very least, like that you have everything you need to be cozy. Yeah. Um, and it's, I know it's hard to be okay right now. So, um, but I feel okay doing this. Okay, good. It's nice to, it's nice to chat. Yeah. I, I want to know what's that. What oh, are you pulling? I'm reaching for something that me- makes me feel really okay. Okay. Do you guys know this? The, um, Jumbo tinctures, um, they're one of my favorite, uh, tinctures. This is a, just a delicious THC spray. Why is your hand still out? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, fast acting and delicious. And um, yeah, just gives me some relief. feels really good. Yeah. yeah. Jumbo's fantastic. Yeah, they're good people too. So a lot of people listening probably know what a tincture is. And a lot of people listening are probably like, oh my God, weed is so fucking expensive right now. I don't know what I'm going to do in the next month, two months, three months. Is it is a tincture something that you could Google and make on your own if you had like a little bit of old weed left over, possibly? Yeah, totally. Okay, because it seems like it's a good move, especially when you can't smoke right now. For sure. I mean, I, yeah, I've been really relying on my tinctures and some low-dose edibles. I've got some great mints from a couple of different places. Satori makes some great low-dose mints. Um, Kikoko, there are a bunch of awesome products here in California. And um, it's just nice to have like that kind of like nature Xanax, take the edge off, low-dose tincture or mint uh, around. If you want to make a tincture, you can actually do it really easily. You can actually just put cannabis in... Um, whatever kind of alcohol you want to use. Everclear is great if you can get some. and um, put Pineapple in. schnapps? Shoo, no, schnapps wouldn't work because it's so uh, low alcohol, actually. Aftershock? Maybe. Mad Dog 2020 tincture? Sure. How good would that be? Uh, great. Some some Boone's apple wine tincture? A little rocket fuel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, you could definitely make your own. You can actually just put cannabis in a jar with... Uh, some you know whatever it is and then put it in the uh like a dark closet for like 30 to 60 days no i think that would be like a weird kind of lean situation oh could you make a lean tincture there how was fun would that back, be oh fuck really like way back when uh, 151 yeah, yeah capetta knows what's hell up yes. okay wait yeah, so capetta. there's been a lean tincture before when I was uh, working cannabis cups before California went wreck, I was at a cannabis cup in San Bernardino, and there was an entry in the cannabis cup that was lean, basically. It was like purple drank, but it was weed. 
<laughs> and um, people loved it. People I loved bet. it. It was super, super, super potent. I did not. Uh, it's not my thing at all. I'm a low doser. So I would pour that in a bong and I would like take a hit through the lean Oof. to the dome. No. Yes. Did you see that? No, you were the one who posted it. The yeah, eggs. That was from Mammal Toes, who may or may not be watching. Tutorial video making tinctures, Alexis says. That's a good idea. Oh, yeah. Can you make one with vegetable glycerin or anything non-alcoholic? You absolutely can. You can totally do vegetable glycerin. Yeah, I think you just wanted to let it sit a little longer. Like, I think if you're going to make it with a vegetable glycerin, you should um, give it about 60 days. And I'd have to look into how it would work in it, like a, an infuser, like a magical butter machine. I'm not sure. Okay. I only really know about the homemade, like putting it in a jar and then putting it in a, in a closet when it comes to things like glycerin. Hell yes. Yeah. But you can make a, t- a real quick tincture in a, in a magical butter machine with the um, Everclear. Yeah. Or lean. Or 151. Yeah. <laughs> like for real, this lean thing's got me rocking right yeah. now. My birthday is Saturday and I'm like, do I want to just go? How hard do I want to go? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Saturdays Saturdays are for lean with the boys. Yeah, you're just gonna do some IG live with your weed lean. <laughs> yeah, with my weed lean. <laughs> okay. Actually, we should while we're talking about all of this. Um, oh, great question, Shelby Ross. Have you done edibles tonight? We should get into our contest oh, that yeah. we're gonna be doing. I just had some jumbo. I don't know if you saw that. I had some jumbo tincture, um, and I've been relying on the Kikoko and Satori mints. Um, so yes <laughs> so do you want to show everybody who's watching right now and i can describe it for everyone listening at home we're going to do a contest and we're going to send somebody out there who needs some cbd and some relief in their life because life is hard right now we have a couple things that we are going to send someone based on oh yeah we got a magical butter hat that we're going to be lifting off yep we've got some uh what the hell is this it's a cbd uh tincture Oh, great. A potent uh, hemp extraction, full spectrum hemp extraction CBD tincture that we're going to send to uh, whoever wins the contest. We've also got an entire pack of smoking papers and we have these babies, which are awesome. Yeah. Greater Goods. Amazing hemp CBD product. Mm. And one of this is one of my favorite things. They actually make pop rocks. CBD infused pop rocks. They're called sour orange dynamites and they um, pop and fizz in your mouth while getting you a little, you know, relaxed and feeling stress free. That sounds so nice. So that's our package. So we're going to put that package together and we're going to send it to one person. And here are the, oh, I don't like the word rules. Oh. Rules makes guidelines. Guidelines. Suggestions. Suggestions. Suggestions you have to follow. Yeah. <laughs> Here's our ask that you have to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like rules are for lame uh, lame. It, oh, rules are lame. I love rules. I know you do. Yeah. Yeah. You calling me lame? I think rules are fucking lame. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I get why you like. Be. You know what? Let me say the contest, and we'll get into okay. why we disagree on rules. Heard. So basically, what we want everyone to do is to um, take show us their rack. Yeah. Meaning, <laughs> <laughs> when you are doing your dishes, which we're all doing so much more of right now, I think, right? Like I'm doing all of my dishes all the time because I'm home all the time. Uh, And you pile that rack real high and then you add that one last thing and you're like, you know, you should just like dry the dishes and clear out the rack before you even try to do it. But you always, you know, risk it with that like one last thing. And sometimes it works and it's like a magical fucking pyramid of pots, pans, bowls, and plates. Yeah, it's a beautiful mind Jenga. Yeah. Yeah. So show us your show us your rack. Show us your high piled, impressive Jenga rack. Yeah. Yeah. So do them dishes, <laughs> snap that picture, and then post it on your IG story. 
and tag us, and then we'll share all of them on our Weed and Grub IG story. Mm -hmm. And we'll also remind people who are just listening at home later in the week, um, we'll post this contest on our grid as well. But yeah, show us your rack. Show us your hot, hot, high-piled rack. so funny i think that's so good like if we were if late night tv was still around right now and like comedy wasn't dying i feel like that would be a viral challenge on jimmy fallon show us your rack show us your rack yeah for sure right like people at home just piling up their tupperware we should write for late night we should write for late night you know yeah that's Um, the truth you know one thing that i wanted to do while we were hanging out tonight what i wanted to do some fake ads Oh, let's do some fake ads. You want to do some fake ads? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, um, so let's like, can we go all the way to one more thing and then we'll be like, and we'll be right back. Okay. And then we'll do some fake ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So everybody who's watching right now, um, if you have any f- ad suggestions, maybe we can also take a couple IG live. Oh yeah. A couple um, of suggestions. What do you want us? Of we'll- products. Yep. Products, brand names, any yep. fake bullshit. We'll and then we'll, up. we'll do some ad reads for it. Mm-hmm. Tight. Okay. Um, so about rules. Yeah. Why do you like them so much? Because they make the world go round. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, anarchy's fucking rad. And when I was 13 and I started hanging out with all the punk rockers downtown who laced their Doc Martens with the nails through the holes facing outwards. And like Frank had a rat on his shoulder and, you know, would just stand in the middle of the street and scream. And everyone was like, fuck the man. And that's the first time I heard like public enemy and shit. I was like, okay, yes, this is what it's about. Um, but then <laughs> I decided what I wanted to do for a living and I went to theater school and it was so structured and it made me feel so, uh, just like I could thrive yeah. when I knew the structure was in place and I knew the sort of like the craft and the technique and all of the things that I, it was like having, uh, learning a craft really that yeah. has rules. See, that's a good point. I hate being told what to do, but I'm much better at building a sandcastle in a sandbox than I am at the beach. I mean, it's just like, you know, you talk about joke math, right? Yeah. As a comic. Yeah. There are rules. Uh, yeah. There are things that are funny and things that are not and things that work and things that don't. And if you play totally within the rules, you're fucking boring. You have to break them all the yeah. time in order Wanna to Want to feel old or like whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. But you have to know what works in order to fuck it up. And so that's why I like knowing the what rules. works. Yeah. Damn. I can't argue with that and I wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned from experience, you know? I mean, know what works and then fuck it up and then take the things that don't work and fuck them up from the inside because you know about that too, you know? I for real think that's why I want to get into cannabis policy when this is all done. Like, I love comedy so much and if we can keep this podcast going and have cultural relevance, on the flip of that is I want to like, what's the cannabis thing called here? The 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 consortium of uh, taxes that are destroying the business and they need my help. Sure. What's it called? The Bureau? Oh, the Bureau of Cannabis Control? Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, the, that's the uh, agency that oversees California cannabis regulations. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they, I might want to try and get a job there after oh. this. Just <laughs> wow. because, like, if you think about how cannabis needs to go federally legal so that we can, like, build off that economy and make sure that there are jobs, there's, like, drivers, there's delivery, there's farm, there's trim, there's so much to do. If we can get it to the federal level and, like, have that roadmap, those rules mapped out, um, I, I think it's important to be a part of that, to try and give people a fucking paycheck. 
yeah, I mean, I think there are a bunch of ways to do it, and it doesn't necessarily mean working for a state agency. But if that is your path, and you want to move to Sacramento, and you on know, my on my on my door, because I end up with a corner office, it just says biggest sellout in the world. Yeah, yeah, I will come visit you every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get through my oak desks. Yeah, your double your double desk situation. For exactly. Sure. For sure. Um, okay. Well, we have a couple ads we've got to read. Oh, okay. Yeah. So one of them is for zebra llamas. Okay. Which, oh my God, if you don't have a zebra... Actually, hold on. I should grab the copy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, there it is. There you go. All right. Ty- do you want to read the first line or do you want me to read the first line? You go ahead. Okay. Horses. Been there. Alpacas. What about them? Llamas. Hmm. That's why we are here to tell you about zebra llamas. Uh, There is a new exotic petting zoo here in Los Angeles that is traveling from farmer's market to farmer's market, birthday party to birthday party, giving you the most exotic animals in the land. Listen, if you like weed, you're probably into hybrids. So if you like animals, you're definitely going to love a zebra llama. They also have uh, bonobo, oh no, it's also a cobra. (laughs) So, And that's a... uh, that's a half monkey, half cobra, which is problematic because you never want to give a snake thumbs. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, which end is the snake and which end is the bonobo? The, it's It'd be ba- weird if it was a snake head and a bonobo body. Is it, we used to, yeah, it oh, is. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Stay I, on target. I do feel like, yeah, like a monkey, you want that monkey to have a snake head. Yeah. And then you want the rest of it to be a monkey. But a zebra llama is a front end zebra, back half llama. Oh, I'm picturing... A llama that's all stripe. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Heard. So anyway, um, if you want to get one of these exotic petting zoos for your party, your bar mitzvah, your wedding, or just a nice Sunday afternoon, all you got to do is go to exotic, T-I-C-K, animals.com and use the promo code weed and grub for 20% off at checkout. The disclaimer says do not get near any of the animals. And don't get them wet. So... Oh, yeah, they have gremlins at this one. Yeah. <laughs> I did forget about that. They do have gremlins at this exotic petting zoo. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, cancel. Oh. Wait, what else? Uh... <laughs> anyway, so that was a good ad read. Yeah. Um, I know we have a couple more we have to get to as we go. Yeah. So anyway, um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about with you at this time was... There was something else, Mary Jane. Oh, let me look. Hang on a second. I made a couple notes because I knew this was going to be a night when I would need a little written help. Cool. Um, you were asking me about my list, about like how I'm staying cool lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm writing things down to remember them. Um, that's what I have. We've got a little bit of uh, cool news if you want to do a Grubla Gazette. Oh, let's do a Grubla Gazette yeah. brought to you by Grubla Gazette. Yeah. Yeah. For anyone listening who's not in California and maybe hasn't heard the news, one of the cool things that happened um, with everything that's going on is that cannabis businesses in the Bay Area and Los Angeles were deemed essential, which is really cool. It means cannabis retail shops can stay open for business, just like grocery stores, pharmacies, um, any other businesses where people need to get things that are necessary for them to have a good quality of life while they self-isolate. Yeah. Cannabis retail shops in San Francisco and L.A. have been deemed those businesses. So, Yo, how are you going to say that it's essential, but you're not going to say it's all over legal essential? Yeah. Right? What do you mean? Well, you know what I mean? No, I don't. <laughs> like, I need you to explain <laughs> to me, Mike. Like, 
Like it's essential. Yeah. So shouldn't it be federally essential? Well, of course it's fucking essential. Actually, I was chatting with a, a group of friends on Zoom earlier, and we were just talking about that, and uh, we were saying how fucked up it is that so there are people in prison for it, and and yet it's been deemed an essential business in in these legal markets. And someone was like, "Yeah, of course it's fucking essential." The people who were in jail for it knew it was fucking essential in the first place. That's Preach. why they were selling it Yo. because it's fucking necessary. It's a cornerstone of life. It's a cornerstone of what a lot of people need as medicine and what a lot of other people choose as something that is a substance that's fucking beneficial. So 100%, which actually, oh, Shelby says in Jersey too. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yes. Um, Across which the country and brings the us world. to the Less Prisoner Project, yes. who we were going to be working with at South by Southwest. And then um, I we pulled out of South by Southwest, right? That's how that went. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. And then the whole thing came tumbling down like a house of cards. Yeah. As soon as we said, <laughs> I don't think we can make it to this one. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, they ended up canceling it. Mm. Wow, that feels <laughs> so weird to say. It was only a week ago. Oh, my God. Um, um, but, but the yeah, la- the last so the last prisoner project is uh, headed up by Steve D'Angelo and um, a bunch of other other wonderful cannabis titans, um, and it is about getting uh, people who are incarcerated for cannabis penalties out of prison, and helping them once they're out of prison. So you can go and look it up on um, the internet. I believe it's lastprisonerproject.org. We'll put a link to Google in yeah. the show notes. Yeah, but it's really important. It's a huge initiative, and one of the biggest things they're doing right now is working to get people who are in prison out because of the coronavirus that is infecting uh, incarcerated populations right now and you know holy hell I mean what a what a place to fucking be yeah to not be able to get medical attention that you need and to also you can't really stay away f- from people when you're in a population where you're forced to be together so check those guys out yo real yeah. talk yeah. last prisoner project mm-hmm. doing good things yep. on the flip of that can I do can I cut to buds oh wait um I hear Apple pulled out after they heard about Weed and Grove. Yeah, did you hear, like, after after we pulled out of South by Apple, Netflix, Samsung, um, Hulu, uh, Quibi. Uber Eats. Uber Eats. Yep. They all pulled out. Tinder. Yeah. Tinder, they may, they were going to have an app there, and they pulled out. Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's. <laughs> Jimmy John's sandwiches. They were like, well, if they're not going, we're not going. Which brings me back to that zebra llama petting zoo. Do not invite Papa John or Jimmy John to your petting zoo, because they will think that it is a poaching safari, mm-hmm. and that will ruin your birthday. Yeah, none of the children of the Cheeto-in-Chief. But you know who's okay? Jersey Mike. Yo. That, Jersey. Guy's, that guy's solid. That dude sits in the cut, huh? Yeah. Damn. I don't, I don't think he poaches. Of all the sandwich boys, Jersey Mike seems to be the one who has the, like the best head on his shoulders. Yeah. You know how there are a bunch of sandwich kings? Yeah. Where, where are my sandwich queens at? Yo. Where are my sandwich queens? There's the hash queen, Mila Jansen. Shout out hash queen. Mm-hmm. But I want I want a sandwich queen. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, I know there are some. I mean, fucking every woman working at home to make sandwiches for her kids to go to school are sandwich queens, you know. I mean, you could be a real sandwich t- queen. Real talk. I real could talk. be a sandwich. I'm pretty fucking good. You know what I made today, actually? I made a curried chicken salad sandwich that was so fucking satisfying because I had roasted a chicken and then I made soup from the chicken and then I made curried chicken salad from that chicken and it was the third step in my chicken situation. Using the whole bird yep. multiple days, multiple ways. I felt real good about it. 
with the curry, can you break down a recipe for anyone listening who might want to like use their odds and ends of their meat that are left over? For a curry chicken sandwich? For a curry chicken sandwich, yeah. I honestly just mixed curry powder into mayonnaise and chopped it up with a bunch of chicken, white and dark meat. Got to have a combo of those two things because all white meat is dry as fuck. White meat sucks. Ugh. And um, some scallions and some thinly sliced, really well salted tomatoes. And then some toasted Ezekiel bread. Cut it into... Excuse me. <laughs> it's like coming back up because it was so fucking good. C-U-M-M-I-N-G. <laughs> Cut it into four pieces and uh, it was some sour cream and onion chips. It was fucking delicious. Curry chicken salad sandwich sounds amazing. You are a sandwich queen. I feel like maybe I'm the sandwich queen. Maybe I'm my own sandwich queen. Yo, if you combine, if you wanted to do a pop-up when this is all over, would you put a, ch- a curry chicken salad sandwich on your list like what would your three sandwiches be i would really have to refine the one that i made today but i definitely would would you do a sandwich pop-up with me yeah i would want to do one with you me and Kristen. okay because she makes the best bread because of her fucking hell yes yo she oh that sourdough crazy craziness i would definitely put a sourdough by Kristen on the list with maybe like some like a pastrami but like a vegan pastrami you know, like, have you yeah. ever had a vegan corned beef Reuben kind of situation where they make it with, like, tempeh or seitan? No, never. Ooh, that it's feels... so good. Do you know what I wish when they did thick-cut bacon? I wish that the thickness would be, like, up and down instead of side to side. Like, I want to fit an inch of bacon into my mouth. You want bacon in cube form? No, no. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, when it's thick-cut, I wish it was, like, the height of a domino. Yeah. That. Like right. that should be the thick cut of bacon because anything like, cause otherwise you got to stack too many up or it's like too long, a thick cut piece of bacon. Wouldn't that be pleasing if you put your teeth through a, like a, like a inch thick bacon slice? Did you, when you were working in New York writing like, for that TV show? Hold on, show? like picture Wait, a talk. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm like on one. Did you ever go to Peter Luger when you were living in New York? No, never. They have that bacon. They have high bacon? Mm-hmm. Big fat bacon. Damn, yeah. I would love some high bacon right mm-hmm. now. That sounds it. Okay. So good. Well, Peter Luger got a bad review by Pete Wells in the New York Times, so I never went. Yeah, that was a massive fucking takedown. Yeah. It was so, very satisfying to all right. read. But also, well then, if, they, if they're if they falling off the map, if Peter Luger's falling off the map, all I see is opportunity for me to swoop in with like some high bacon and like take the crown. Hell yeah. Yeah. Do it. Because honestly, like something like that in a taco form too. I think, mm, I think I might want to be a taco king instead of a sandwich king. Okay. Because in a taco, like you can put so many more ingredients what am I saying? You can put so many more ingredients in and wrap it up, and then you don't have to worry about crust, because I hate fucking crust. Crust can suck a dick. Okay. Yeah. Heard. Yeah. You made some great tacos last week? Oh, I'm describing ham. Oh. Oh, that's a good point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Alexis. Alexis Novak. Always bringing it home. She's a beam of light, and she knows. Yeah. All right. It's well, true. I've been rambling quite a bit. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to a butt of the week. Okay. But we kind of brought up your butt of the week already. Yeah, Kristen, man, Kristen Layden, at Kristen Layden, made the most beautiful sourdough uh, that we did a cool neighbor exchange with because I had some edibles and we were, de- and I was like, are you baking up a storm right now? You kind of live in my neighborhood. And she was like, yeah, my freezer is full. And I was like, well, can we do a trade? And so we did this amazing 10 foot away doorstop trade today. And um, I got this incredible loaf of sourdough that was like, it had that perfect split. 
you oh, know, the split. God. Yeah, the top split. Yeah. And like that's not X marks the spot from anything but pure fucking technique. Happiness. Like gorgeous, gorgeous with the perfect dusting. And I took a big old fucking slice and put some salty butter on it. And it was uh, heaven in my mouth. Kristen, good butt of the week. Yeah. Can I get to my butt of the week in a second? Sure. Because uh, Jonathan Furman just joined us. Oh. What up, Jonathan? Hi. And uh, Jonathan happens to be a part of Thunder Road, like a massive part. And we watched John Wick 3 the other night and you'd never seen it. I had never seen John Wick. And it is now, I can't, it, like, I just want to watch it. That's all I want to watch. Yo. I want to watch it like a hundred times in a row. Yeah. It's a perfect movie. It's ballet. Keanu Reeves is Barishnikov. Uh, the casting, the music, the the lighting, the c- cinematography, the the motion, the action, the story, the whole thing, the like mythology. Yeah, I'm a super fan. Yeah, when you leaned over to me and it was like they're dancing with knives, I was like, oh my god, they are dancing with knives. And there there was like one moment when like Keanu Reeves got up from something and he was like going back into the fight, but he was broken in this sort of perfect way. And like the way he sort of had his wrist broken from the rest of his arm showed that he was in pain, but he was still coming in slow. Like he's incredible. He's a physical genius. And I'd always, you know, admired him and known that about him. And like, you know, I mean, I grew up admiring Keanu Reeves and like loving him and everything, but this took it to a whole new level. Yeah. Like he's, absolutely like ascended to some fucking pure space of just being in the moment he's peak keanu amazing fuck yes yeah it was also well because you pointed out how he he has like a wide stance in it like he walks like he's been riding a horse too long and it's like he's my john wayne if i think about it now like my john wayne is a hundred percent keanu reeves and the way he walks the way he has like this slow methodical lop about him yeah the whole thing is just beautiful like his run is actually a little awkward which yeah. is so wonderful because you can tell that he's all of his bones have been broken a bunch yeah but it's it's, it's so true it's perfection i mean he's perfection yeah it's absolutely and angelica houston when she puts her hit like the uh, the whole thing the can whole you, thing can you imagine the uh short bonus footage where Keanu where John Wick is at the doctor and they just did an x-ray and they just keep putting <laughs> x-rays up in the thing <laughs> and it's like buddy wow buddy yeah dude so the human body has 257 bones you have roughly 1.3k <laughs> Everything's so? been broken Every- five times. <laughs> I think it's 206. 206? I think the human body has 206 bones. I took a stab. 32 teeth, 206 bones. Teeth are bones, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both are different bones. Yeah. Teeth bones? Yeah. Okay. The bones you need to clean. Yeah. It's the only bones I clean. You're, yeah. Well, that and one other. Boner. <laughs> I got <gotcha>. you. <laughs> My boner. I'm far too pleased with myself for that. That's fun. Um, I like the bonus footage on a John Wick thing where he's just like at the doctor and they're like buddy yeah <laughs> dude you gotta you gotta slow your roll yeah also can i just say w- watching that with you in the moment where um lawrence fishburne was in the rain with the dove and i was like <gasps> and then you were like what and i said blade runner and you were like i've never seen it i've never seen blade runner oh my god yeah. such a perfect uh you're touching your chest about it moment but with john wick paying homage to blade runner in that moment just made my heart swell and sing because Blade Runner has you know been my favorite movie my whole life and then you watched Blade Runner yeah it was incredible I it's incredible it's a perfect it's another perfect movie and then I kept watching and I was like did everything did everyone steal everything from Blade Runner yeah because that's what it seems like Mm -hmm. Ridley Scott yo mm. yeah can you imagine like in the 80s he, he did that and Alien 
Jesus Christ. And I mean a bunch of other incredible stuff, but like that was a one-two punch yeah. coming out. Uh, okay, so yeah. if you're out there and you haven't seen Blade Runner or John Wick 3, all the John Wicks, then yo, jump on board because yeah. my God. Okay, I got to get to my butt of the week. Okay. But it is like a not safe for work butt of the week. Okay. Right? Because oh, yes. Okay. Little little ears, close yourselves. There are no little ears listening to this. What am I talking about? What are you in the car with your toddler? No. Okay. <laughs> Please don't do that to your children. We're not appropriate. I do like that our our demographic is um is like eighteen to forty two or three. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, we you know it, like we have a lot of fun. We're super goofy, but mm-hmm. we need to be very bleeped. So my butt of the week this week is Tanner Reed. Um, on the last episode, I was like thinking out loud about how many orgasms are happening in the world right now every single day. Uh-huh. And um and like all I could think was like, man, if everyone's in quarantine in the US, that's like a lot of coming. It's just so many orgasms. And so I just put it out there and I was like, hey, who is good at math because I'm not and can say figure out how many orgasms might be happening in the world per day? And Tanner Reed figured it out. So let me pull this up really quick. It the math is amazing. Okay. So Everything I'm about to say is rough because he used the U.S. as the estimate for how many orgasms are happening in one day. So we said if the U.S. is representative of the 7.8 billion people in the world, that would mean that there's 51 percent, excuse me, 51 percent male. And um, and of those males, that's usually about 25 percent have an orgasm per day. OK. OK. So let me just cut to the no, math. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Go back up. OK. It says 74.2% are orgasmic. 25%. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. So it's 51% of the world is male and 48% with a little extra is female. And so of that, 25% have orgasms every day for men. 9% have orgasms every day for women. So that's the U.S., but he's using that as the entire population of the world. Got it. Okay. So cut to the final answers. And that means that... Where is it? <laughs> it's Hold coming. On. It's coming. I also, I, um... It's coming. Shit. We got oh, it. Got it. That's 6.37 billion orgasms per day. 6 billion orgasms a day. That's awesome. So many. That's it's impressive. It's also upsetting that they're mostly male in it, his extrapolation. Well, but those are the facts that he found online are like based on straight up data. Yeah. So, it might be a rough estimate for globe, mm-hmm. but when it comes to like men women orgasms in the US, mm-hmm. yeah, we out here and you, you out here jerking off. <laughs> we out here jerking off. <laughs> okay. It's so fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, it is orgasm inequality. You're so right, Katie yeah, girl. Yeah, I'm mad about it. So, 6.37 billion orgasms a day around the world. But Here's the other fucked up part about it. Okay. Um, what else? That's 3.5 million gallons of cum per day. Of male cum? Yes. Okay. 3.5 million gallons of cum per day by men around the world. And with that, if you want to put that into perspective, that is five and a quarter Olympic-sized swimming pools. Full of male cum. Full of male cum per day. So how much female cum is there? Like a kiddie pool? <laughs> What do we get? <laughs> you should get six pools, obviously. Wait, how many Olympic-sized swimming pools? Like five in a spit, five in a shot. Wow. Yeah. That's so impressive. And they closed the Olympics down. Oh, no. So now we have all these empty pools everywhere. Yeah, where are we going to put all that cum? And they fucking drone us in and just let Ship us it. circle jerk around an Olympic-sized pool. Wow. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's one way to, you know, solve some issues. Social distancing circle jerking? Sure. Yeah. Right? I think so. I'm not against it. Yeah. Like, there needs to be an orgy in an open field right now where everyone has social distance away from each other. It's called Burning Man. (laughs) (laughs) At least in my experience, it was. Let me give some plugs for Tanner because he did all this math and he's great. Yes. Um, Also, though, I will just say, like, I clicked on his Twitter and immediately, you know, was like, oh, Okay. Yep. Yeah, he's in the he's in the uh, sex industry. Yeah. Um, and fucking good at it. He's great. So good at, at it. it. Yeah. So so good. He's a he's an up and comer who get it. Hey yo. Hey. What up, Tanner? Uh, so Tanner, <laughs> his Instagram is Tanner Weed, and Tanner is O R not E R O R Tanner Weed. But his Twitter is where it's at. If you want to check out um, the dude who also got a degree in biology. Um, Clearly, he knows how to yeah break down stats and data, <laughs> figure stuff out. And then check out his Twitter. It's Tanner Weed One, Tanner Weed One, um, T A N N O R W E E D One. Um, and also, he was the Y N O T Cam Best Newcomer of 2019. Hell yeah! Congrats! A, yeah, right. He's a, he's an award winning uh, guy in the sex game. Yeah, I almost said sex worker, and that's not it at all. Yeah, I don't know you know like how how folks like to be referred to when they're in the sex industry and porn uh, stars. I don't like, know either. Yeah, I mean we know some awesome people who are in that world, so we should yeah. just ask them to let us know. Like, how do you? Alexis Fox. Yep. Luna. Buck Angel. Buck Angel. Tanner. Yep. Totally. Some great people. Sylvia Sage. Sylvia Sage. And funny, like funny, funny folks. Like I feel like that's the best thing that I've really learned living in LA. Is seeing some of the folks who are in the sex and porn industry up on stage doing comedy or being funny as hell on Twitter or just being like, I don't know, they're some of the best people in the world. They're funny as hell because they've lived through everything and they know how to have a sense of humor about themselves and what they do and the rest of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Killing it in the bedroom and on stage. Yeah. Yo, Good murdering. People. Good people. people. Yeah. Shout out to the friends, to the homies. Yeah. Um, anything else on this episode before we wind up and wind down? Sure. I mean, we can do uh, we can do that. Uh, oh, we have another ad we, we have an do. ad read yeah if anyone watching on ig right now wants to give us a suggestion for a fake ad hit us with it otherwise we're just going to make one up yep um so what else do we have to talk about we've got uh i want to do a little food association oh yeah free food association because i had this okay guys i had this moment where you know we're all staying at home a lot right now and don't judge me for this but i had a moment where i had an orgasm and then lay in bed drinking chardonnay and watching law and order <laughs> what a dream <laughs> what a dream it was great um and uh, you know my brain was a little scrambled afterwards and i was making myself laugh because i was like well that was a chardonnay orgasm <laughs> because it was chardonnay and law and order with an orgasm mm-hmm. so i had a great time making myself laugh with that and then i was trying to think I mean, and then I was thinking about it, like, if you said it with a German accent, it sounds even better. Like, ja, das ist ein Schadenorgasm. What are the other uh, sort of, you know, like, Germans do weird compound words. Or not weird, I mean, to them. But, like, Einkaufswagen is a shopping cart, which means, like, a cart that you put things in, I think. Or, like, Streichholz is match, and it means literally strike wood. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a... Um, a disposable lighter is Einwegfeuerzeug, which means one-way fire tool. They're very pragmatic, and they take words, and I think, I mean, if anyone out there who actually speaks German can correct me on this, please let me know if I'm fucking it all up. But I love the idea that you can speak German as long as you can do an accent. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, she must speak German. Yeah, she must speak great German. Yeah. I fucking don't. I took a little bit of German when I was a kid. But, uh, 
So I was thinking of like fun compound word food association bits like that, like Chardonnay-orgasm. Which is when you drank Chardonnay while watching Law and Order and had an orgasm. Uh Uh-huh. Jesus. I mean, that's the top (laughs) of the mountain. We're working our way down from there. Damn. So I was thinking like... Like if it's if it's food or wine or weed combined with an experience and a sex act, what would that look like for you? A weed. So if it's food, food. So the parts are food, yeah. wine, or weed, like okay. Chardonnay. Right. An experience like watching Law and Order. Okay. And then some kind of sex act like an orgasm. I love that. That's a good contest for everybody yeah. to join in on. What would it be for you? Okay. So first let's post that on our Instagram at Weed and Grub <laughs> and ask and like do like a fill in the blank on like, yeah, food, wine, weed, orgasm, because the ultimate is the orgasm. We all want to say yes to that. Right. right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what are my topics? Uh, so you, you're, you're stepping into the Chardon order gasm <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Lindsay just wrote executive producer, get, get that, that dick, dick wolf. wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Lindsay. Everybody follow at Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-E underscore Y. Funny as fuck. Cool as fuck. Fuck yeah. Fuck yes. Get that dick wolf. That's right. So my Chardon orgasm, which was fucking fantastic. I have to say, if you've never laid in bed with a glass of wine with Law & Order in the background and made yourself come... <laughs> It's, I recommend it. That sounds amazing. Took the, I like it. Took a load off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> and then it was just Mariska, like the soothing sounds of Mariska Hardigay, and I was like, I'm safe. Everything's gonna be fine. I don't like Chardonnay. I'd prefer not to be drinking Chardonnay if I if I didn't have to, but I'm gonna make do. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. And then they solved the crime. And then they solved the crime, and everything was okay. Such and nice closure. Drifted off to sleep. It was wonderful. Okay, so I need a TV show, an alcoholic drink, and some weed. Or no, no, no. It's it's food, wine, or weed is food, the first part. There's food, three wine, buckets. or weed. Okay. Food, wine, or weed. Okay. Thing that you're doing. Okay. And then sex act. Okay. Well, the sex act is like jacking off. Sure. The food. My 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 perfect orgasm while watching TV food. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, man. You know what I crave more than anything? What? Like balancing nachos on my stomach. Oh, I think that is one of the most satisfying things in the world is to be watching a great episode of TV or a great movie and just balancing an enormous, properly layered mound of nachos on my belly. Because by properly layered, I mean like there's cheese all the way throughout. You know what I mean? Like they put the first layer down. They did all the toppings. They put another layer of chips down, topping, topping, third layer, topping, topping, you know, like a like a crispy lasagna. Yeah. Yeah. Are you making these yourself? Uh, yeah, I trust myself. Yeah. I know how to make a notch. Okay. Yeah. So if I if I made self-made nachos, mm-hmm. balanced them on my belly while watching, you know what I really want to watch right now that I haven't seen? Maybe we'll watch together. Well, no, because I want to be jacking off. Yeah. You don't need to. <laughs> you can spare me. <laughs> <laughs> Call me and tell me about it later. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Sorry, it was part of the contest. Yeah, yeah no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Oh man, there's a movie called Clifford with Martin Short, and it might be the funny. It, it's up there for me in the top five comedy movies of all time. I wouldn't jack off to it because Martin Short plays a little kid, and so there's this delicate—not even delicate. There's a problematic balance of Martin Short that I'm jacking off and a child that I'm jacking off. But it just came into my brain as something I should watch during this quarantine. Okay. Okay. So what would I watch while balancing nachos on my belly to have a good orgasm? I know I'm drinking. Um, a really great whiskey 
with a splash of water and a fat ice cube in it. Ooh. And I not like I need like a triple because a, a, a single is bullshit. A double means you're going to want another one. I need a triple yeah, because then I don't have up. to get up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Got you. Totally. And then oh, what do I want to watch for that? God damn. Something great. Something. F- I, I don't want it to be a comedy because you can't jack off to comedy. Would it be like a... I think a horror movie. Ooh. It, it should be Weird. Like, <laughs> I think I would jack off to a horror movie. Okay. Yeah. Um, not hostile. Mm. Demon Knight? Billy Zane? Um, what would it be? <laughs> I love that you're taking it so seriously. I, well, you know, this is, a, this is like, if I'm going to shoot ropes, I want to make sure I'm watching the right thing. Yeah. Uh, what would it be? Three um, hundred. Oh. <laughs> Three hundred. That's funny. I For am you. Sparta. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, it's this is Sparta. Sorry, I fucked that up. No, you are Sparta. You got to put yourself in there. I am Sparta. or This is Sparta. Either way, the you got to say I. I. Yeah. Okay. You got to say I for that. Uh huh. Stargate. Would that be a weird one to jack off to? So Nacho Gate come. <laughs> what would it be? Buffalo Buffalo Star Nacho Star Buffalo Trace Gate. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, the 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 watching thing is the hardest part for mm-hmm. me. Like Law and Order sounds comforting; it sounds universal. I'm not sure what my universal like orgasm movie or show would be. Three hundred's good, but not for me. Beetlejuice, that's a good suggestion. That's a really good suggestion. Just in time for beer. Yeah, Beetlejuice is good. Fuck, that's awesome. Nachos with Beetlejuice. Okay, can I tell you my other one that I had in my head? Yeah. Sour. Furious squirts. <laughs> Do you know what that would be? <laughs> Wait, I, can I guess? Yeah, please. Sour Patch Kids? No. That was the end of my guess then. <laughs> I'm not going to keep going. Sour Diesel. Sour Diesel. Uh-huh. Yeah. With Fast and the Furious? Uh-huh. Squirting. Makes me squirt. <laughs> It is, is it a Chardonnay night or a Sour Furious Squirts night? <laughs> Who knows? You. <laughs> oh, I guess I do because I'm by myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's, so, that's so good. And meanwhile, you're like piled up with nachos watching Stargate. I'm mm-hmm. like, are you okay? <laughs> Man, this is so amazing. Now you've got me thinking of what I would want to dab, like, because a dab... A dab would be like proper, especially at night. Ooh. Like a nice dab gasm would be so Some fucking fun. Raw gardens. Raw gardens. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, with like a high stack of pancakes. Oh, okay. I love night pancakes a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And what are you watching? Um, Especially with like a lot of, of I almost said sour cream, whipped cream and walnuts and strawberries and a shitload of syrup. Ooh. That's the jam. Night pancakes. Yeah. Night pancakes with a raw garden dab. And what's the movie on that? Oh, man. It's got to be something epic. Um, Armageddon. <laughs> yeah. That's the ticket. Yeah. Yeah. Armageddon cake. Raw. Rawgeddon cake cum. <laughs> Doesn't work. Yeah. We're gonna, look, the name ain't the... Most important part. 
<laughs> Who's coming after that much cheese? Really good point. Wow. That's a really good point. Paul Pettit, another bread baker. Paul oh, Pettit. Yeah. The yeah. most beautiful breads. Cheese indigestion? Oh, come on, man. Yeah. You got to take the bullet. I'm going to need some more cheese just because you said that. Yeah. yeah. A Tillamook? Yeah. Nice. This is like resistance cheese. <laughs> hey, speaking of, uh, Tema Saul just joined us. Hi, Tema. And if anyone listening or watching right now wants to check out Tema's podcast, it's called Saul Good, S-A-L-L-G-O-O-D, and I'm the guest on it this week. She just dropped it yesterday. I haven't shared it yet. I'm a good person, but I had bad intentions, I guess. I'm so sorry. Um, but go listen to uh, Tema's podcast. It's Dynamite. Also, follow her on Instagram. Her dad, Bob, is a dynamite cook. Yeah. yeah. So fucking fun. And Tema, you're all, like, I, uh, you're always doing the coolest shit and working the fucking hardest and, like, on set all the time, which is huge. Yeah. <laughs> like. She had a movie at South By. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. It's still at South By. Yeah. Yeah. It's up there. So fucking fuck with her. Goat cheese is a very good. Lincoln the third. What up, Lincoln? Hi, Lincoln. All right. Well, if we're going to be just talking to everyone on IG. We should get off this podcast. We should get off this podcast. We could jump. Yeah. All right. All right. So um, anything else before we drop this hot pod tomorrow? I don't know, man. I hope that everyone can stay safe out there and, um, you know, just that you have everything you need. And if you need to buy any dog treats, Mm -hmm. you should buy. Oh, you've got to buy CB dog. CB dog for your dog with CBD in it. Yeah. Basically, CB dog treats is a dog treat that is CBD in it. And that's the end of the ad. Or, well, okay. <laughs> okay. No, I'm so sorry. Didn't go. I didn't know. Let's do another ad. We should do a better ad read. Okay. I fucked it up. <laughs> I fucked it up. CBD. The problem is that CBD dog treats are too real. Yeah, it's a real thing. Yeah, okay, so there's no fun up. in a fake ad if it's real. We're that's trying to do fake ads. Okay. Okay, how about a fake ad for, um, well, after all of that eating and coming, you mm-hmm. know what you need? What? Some chafe relief. Chafe relief. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, okay. From, from, um, uh, smooth, smooth daddy. Smooth daddy chafe relief for all your chafing needs. After you've been lying in bed eating nachos and watching Stargate, lube yourself up to get rid of that flaky, flaky skin. Don't leave anything gross like dead skin cells in your bed next to your dried up cum. Get... It's, they wrote the copy. Yeah. These guys are crazy. Smooth daddy. Get smooth daddy for all of your chafe relief. Jock itch? Uh, crotch itch? Under boob itch, soreness? Under boob soreness? Use smooth daddy for all your smooth needs. It sops into the skin and leaves you feeling clean. Got rough feet? Put some smooth daddy on there. Got rough hands? Put some smooth daddy on there. You never know. You might actually see a human again someday. So make sure you're all smooth with... Smooth Smooth Daddy. Daddy. Use the promo code DOLPHIN for 20% off. (laughs) Which also sounds like bed springs when you're fucking. That's the way to remember that coupon code. Smooth Daddy. (laughs) We did it. We did it. Guys, this was crazy. Uh, It was a great feeling to hang out and talk to all of you. Thank you for hanging out on IG Live. Sorry for the technical difficulties. We'll be better next time. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah. I don't know. Tune in. Stay safe. Stay cozy. And, uh, oh, my God. Our live stream is counting down. We Ooh. only have a minute remaining. I guess there's rules and regulations for how long you can stream. Yeah, I guess so. Damn. Well, thanks for hanging, everyone. Follow us at Weed and Grub on Instagram. Write to us at wg at weedandgrub.com if you have an email to send us. And we'll see you again next time. We're going to be here doing this a lot, I think. Yeah, that's it. Bye, everybody. Bye.